Cliffcentral.com. All right, I want us to cross to Dr. Mark, who, of course, hosts his own show on cliffcentral.com. He is from the Tea Clinic. He's host of the Tea Health Show. And we're going to talk about some of the things that Dr. Mark is doing on the show and also some of the things that the Tea Clinic does. And I think this might be very, very interesting. So, Dr. Mark, how are you? Morning, Gareth. I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Hello. Good. See you on the show. How are things going at the Tea Clinic? You know what, the year started off with a bang. Um, I think everyone is literally a bang, yeah. Everyone is at the moment just in that place where they're not feeling great and they would do everything or anything just to feel some kind of normality and um, feel a little bit better. Well, let's talk about that because obviously, you know, there are a lot of people struggling with all kinds of things, but one of the things you can take control of and, and that you at the T clinic do is you, you give people a test and you try to find out whether their internal balance is right, whether they've got the, the right kind of lifestyle, whether they're taking the right kinds of supplements, whether they're living a healthy kind of day to day eating, exercising, and obviously then take into, into consideration the effects of aging. Gareth, you know what? Actually, I presented at a symposium on stress. And if we look at the stress response, the stress response happens in two ways. Number one, the immediate response is that you are going to activate your adrenal system. And if you activate the adrenal system, you immediately have an increase in your blood pressure. You have an increase in your heart rate. You start moving glucose out of uh, temporary storage into your blood vessels for energy. The problem comes in. All of us are currently under a continuous chronic kind of stress where this stress response doesn't stop. Now, the second part of the stress response is when you start activating cortisol, which is your primary stress hormone. And cortisol now stays high for a whole for a prolonged period of time. And this causes damage throughout the body, whether it's on your cardiovascular system, it changes your brain morphology, it leads to anxiety, it leads to depression, it suppresses your adrenal glands, which means that you're going to be tired, you're going to downregulate everything. And this is not something that any of us can get away from. I like what you said earlier about at the T-Clinic, what we do is we go in and try and identify systems that are going out of balance. Now, mm. it's all good and well that, you know, what we can identify these systems and try and fix them. But I think this is something that a lot of us can do far better at home through identifying our stresses, the silly little stuff that creates conflict within yourself. Um, it's very interesting that stress is cumulative. It's small little things that keep on building up. And if you don't deal with them or somehow manage to avoid them, one tiny little thing like uh, squeezing the toothpaste in the middle sets your part off Completely, and that's happened in my house this morning. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so I know, but, but 
South Africans are stressed, and I'm so glad that you brought stress into the conversation because a lot of us don't know how to cope with that. And part of it is a lifestyle thing. Part of it is psychological. But part of it is also we live in extraordinary and 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 very difficult times for some people because of the the amount of stress that isn't as a result of our own poor decision making. You know, you've got things that are going on. Uh, this whole situation with ESCOM. You've got Dude. people who are driving, you know, driving in traffic where none of the traffic lights work. You've got potholes. You've got all of that shit to deal with. And then to make that worse. We have relationship pressures. We have our own health concerns. We have job and work money and money, money, money. Big, this is all a big part of it, right? How do you, how do you see the whole picture? How do you see the big picture when you're looking at these things? You know what? At the moment, I'm seeing us living on the cusp of chronic stress, moving over to a burnout situation. Oof. We know that um, you can only run an engine for so long before things are going to start seizing up. And when they do seize up, now it's when you have the signs of fatigue. Uh, chronic stress leads to a, a sense of emotional distress. Now, that sense becomes generalized and long-lived, and that leads to disengagement, disinterest, and eventually depression and complete shutdown. And just think about us. We are seeing more and more people that are moving out of our social environment that says, you know, I, I just, I'm not going out. I don't want to go and do that. And mm -hmm. this is because of that fatigue syndrome. This is incredibly difficult to treat. And the patient themselves cannot get themselves out of there. So I think if we, if we are just cognizant of the fact that, yes, we are stressed, there's no way that we can avoid this. We it have does. to accept it. I mean, you know, there, there's also been the pressure, which everybody refers to occasionally, as uh, the pressure of, of kind of lockdowns and COVID and all of that, and how that also removed people from their coping mechanisms, society, pressure releases, being with friends, being with family. Um, how do we know if we're heading down that path? What are the telltale signs? I think a lot of people want to know what should we be on the lookout for, men, women, whoever you are. Uh, okay. That could be so, the warning signs that you're heading for this burnout. Number one, changes in your sleep pattern. If you can't sleep properly at night or you wake up in the morning and you are not refreshed, something is wrong. Changes in irritability. If, you, if your family starts saying to you, but you know what, come on, you snappy, you, you're grumpy. Yep. Irritability is one of the big signs. Changes in your levels of anxiety. Um, would point to another one. Changes in your weight, specifically weight gain. If your diet is staying the same, your exercise is staying, uh, staying the same, and you are starting to gain weight, it's because of this adrenaline reaction which releases glucose and fats into the bloodstream, and you're going to store them. For guys sexual dysfunction, either in the form of erectile dysfunction or a change in libido. Right. Um, it's, it's one of the first signs. Um, so, you know, there's, there's subtle things 
And as a matter of fact, I think all of us are dealing with them. I, I see it in all my patients. I see it in myself. And yep. it's because of the fact that we cannot avoid stress. We need to understand not all stress is bad for us. Um, there's good stress. We call it eustress. And in order for us to cope with stressful situations in the future, this is good. It elevates mm -hmm. us. It can take us to a higher level of functioning, but we can only maintain that for a certain area. If I can give people advice as to how to deal with this, number one, just identify, okay, fine, I'm going to sit in traffic. It's going to create stress in my life. Avoid it. If you can't avoid it, accept it and manage it. In other words, leave earlier or work from home or something like that. Manage your stressor. The second one is you need to exercise, whether it is jumping on a trampoline or having sex. I don't care, but you need to be physically active. Right. Sleep. If you're not sleeping, consult with someone. It doesn't mean that you have to go and take a sleeping tablets. There are other herbal sleeping aids available freely. You can speak to practitioners like myself that deal with medical grade CBD on prescription, which will not only help with anxiety, but it will help with your sleep. Mm. Eat healthy, avoid sugar, avoid salt. And sorry, when we are stressed or anxious, we grab for the alcohol and we grab for the cigarettes. If I don't right. have a whiskey at nighttime, I feel ill. So, you know, do these things in moderation. And then the last one, reach out to people around you. Speak to friends and family. Unfortunately, they often tell us what they think we want to hear. Get a confident, get a mentor, go and speak to your HR person if there's stress at work, which is frequent. And, you know, talk about these things. And I, for I, me... I, these are such useful, practical things. I mean, Pumi, I can see you nodding along as well. This is all very sensible, right? It is. You know what, Gareth? I, I have to be honest. It sounds very easy. It's bloody difficult to implement. People, um, when we come to actively lowering cortisol levels, like meditation, exercise, people find excuses. Um, it's not difficult to do. It's bloody difficult to implement. Mm. Um, but I think if you're aware of these kinds of things, Try that. One last one that I would like to say is try and elevate your good stress levels. For instance, go and do a roller coaster ride. Go and zip line. Because if you sit in that roller coaster, you're going to elevate your um, or activate your stress response. But by the time that you climb off that roller coaster, you know what? It's such an euphoric feeling. And yeah. you've exercised how to deal with stress in a very productive way. Get out, go and play a team sport where you can't yep. think about work, where it's fun, you have a drink afterwards, but you're exercising and you're outdoors. Mm. Mm. So I do like the try different remedies, you know, so if you can't sleep, 
it's not a bad thing to try a sleep remedy, even if it's a sleeping tablet, even if it's a herbal, whatever. Because sometimes I think one of the things that also creates the anxiety is the anxiety of fixing it, right? It's well, kind of all like- the anxiety is lying in bed and you can't fall asleep. So I have a rule that I give to my patients. If you get into bed and you do not fall asleep within 15 minutes, get out of bed. Either go sit and read, go bake cookies, um, go and have a glass of milk, but stop fixating on I have to sleep because that creates further anxiety. Um, A sleep routine and sleep hygiene is incredibly important. Sleep routine is literally you do the same thing every night, irrespective of whether it's 7 o'clock on a cold Sunday evening or 4 o'clock after a hell of a party. You do the same things because it starts signaling the brain that sleep is coming. No devices for at least two hours. So people that lie in bed, Thinking or reading on their iPads or their phones, absolute no-no. For one simple reason, you're stimulating cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Um, Get Hygiene is get a dark room, see if we can make it cool, um, have comfortable pillows. And a, a very, very important thing for me is... If you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep, it's often because the brain is starved of energy. So I tell people, take a glass of milk and have a glass of milk to your bed uh, next to your bed. When you wake up to go and pee, just have a sip of the milk because it signals the brain energy is on its way. It's not that you have to have a midnight snack, which I do basically every evening, but um, you know, it, it's it's just <laughs> I am sleeping. My brain, which is incredibly active at night, and needs to go through my different sleep cycles, um, needs energy to work. Do not starve it. Otherwise, I, it's going to wake up hungry. Yeah. I love and this. So, uh, go ahead, scared. I think I'm being scared. Like South Africans have so much fear of so many different things. And that too creates kind of all of this anxiety. Any ideas about how to deal with some of these fears? Because a lot of them, you, there's nothing you can do about the things that you're afraid of. So it's very interesting that you say that. Um, I want to make a statement and I want you to think about this. We are not disturbed by a thing we are disturbed. Um, we are disturbed by our perception mm. of that thing. So, a simple exam- um, example is: if I see a cobweb somewhere in a room, I'm looking for that hairy spider. Uh, you know, you will not get me in that room. But that's a very harmless cobweb. It's my perception that if there's a cobweb, there must be a spider. Often we stress and worry about things that might happen and never do or something that we have no control over. And that's a problem. You know, it, it's, it's again, is this a realistic 
or a perceived threat. And if it's a perceived threat, how, how am I going to deal with something that I cannot see, cannot yep. change, and have no control over? It's then about becoming accepting of that and managing that condition. It's just, you, you know, you can't run away from a ghost that you can't see. And that's <laughs> maybe not there. Well, Listen, Doc, it's always good to have you on. I'm glad that we've got you on this show this morning. Um, but you have your own show and people have got to listen to it. It is the Tea Health Show, which you can check out on cliffcentral.com every week. And uh, Dr. Mark also, for me, has the distinction of doing the first ever live show from our new oh, studio. Oh, that was a privilege. That was yep. very much fun. And so, he's going to thank be you guys. Us. No problem. And Doc, always good to see you. Thanks for being on the show this morning. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Cool. There it is. I mean, wasn't that practical and useful? Mm. There's stuff that we can all do from there. Uh, and you know, you don't you don't have to go and spend money and see ten doctors and get these pills and those pills. I mean, obviously, you know, if you need to, those are the things to do. But um, it's good to speak to to Doctor Mark and to find out what's what could be missing or what you've got too much of in your life at the moment. Mm. Cliffcentral.com.